Just rants. Whenever tapping out, we're putting the most minutes in you. Already know what that's about. You know that win is win. Crush whatever's on task. Check the podcast. It's the champ and the tramp. Let the ball blast. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Champ and a tramp in the cat room. Roger's trying to call it champ and a tramp. I mean, I don't know. He likes his cats. Yeah, uh, just, I think podcast room and man cave are overused. So cat room. Cat, C-A-T-T would be our initials for champ and the tramp. Rawr. So. Rawr. Yeah. Right, so couple, we, couple, we, ready? Ready? I'm going to hit him with it. Couple dogs in the cat room. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. There you go. Well, hey, our guest today is the man, Marlon Marias. Magic, the magic man, Marlon Marias. Me and Marlon started training back in 2012. Um, he was a big part of, you know, my, my camps and then those fights and, uh, great teammate, great friend. We became, you know, really close over those years, and uh, he's number number one bantamweight in the world right now. Um, right? I mean, really, you're, yeah, yeah. you're number one, ranked number one. Uh, you just came off a win over Jose Aldo, and uh, yeah. So that's welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, if, man. Welcome if you've to never, the cat room. Never seen him fight. He is a bad motherfucker. He's a yeah, he's striker. Stand-up guy, and just don't let the unassuming, quiet voice fool you. He will yeah, kill I'm you. A little shy on the yeah. mic. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I'll get used to it. It's okay. I'll be. I'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Marlon's one of the most explosive people I've ever ever trained Crazy with, and uh, explosive. He really helped me help help my game throughout the years. So, yeah. And how, how's it going? You're you're in Jer- you're back in Jersey for a little bit, handling some business. Yeah. So we had to we had to snatch you up and get you in the, in the room. Yeah, it was good. Always good to be here, be near you, be near your family and all the friends that we built up all these years. And man, I feel good. I feel home. And you, you said, "Oh, you're gonna be here. Let's let's come to yeah, the let's podcast. Let's, let's talk." And the pleasure to be here with you, with him, with J- with the tramp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so your fight. Let's just talk about your most recent fight. I know there's a little controversy going on with that. Um, you know, I watched. I was actually in Korea getting ready for my fight, and of course, me, Ryan, uh, and, and Chris were watching, screaming at the TV. And um, you know, I, I had you winning, obviously. Um, of course, I could be biased because you're my my dude, but uh, I do. I thought you landed the, the more significant punches. He may have been pressing forward, but he was pressing forward and fainting. He really wasn't. You know, when he fainted, you hit him most of the time. So I thought, you know, that that you, you should have got the nod. I thought you definitely won the first round, especially with that nice throw, nice little lat drop in the uh, end of the first round. And then the third round, I thought you solidified it. But, um, you know, he's sitting there yapping a little bit, talking, talking, saying he doesn't think you have it. And I know you guys were super respectful, you know, beforehand. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore, I know. And that, that's kind of what I'm, I guess what I'm getting at. Uh, you know, how did, that kind of, you must have been taken back by that because you and him have a history. You guys trained in the past and it was always respectful. And then, you know, and you said even in the cage, he kind of was respectful. And then he goes home and flips his tune. Yeah, let's talk first about the fight, you know. And I've been with you guys forever, like eight years of my life. And uh, the first thing I learned from you guys I'm always honest, you know, whatever. If you lose, I'm going to tell Frankie, man, right. I think you lost. You know, I think he learned this, he learned that, being around Mark, and we all know how it is. And I watched, I after the fight, uh, everybody saying, oh, you won, you won. And But I was like, man, I don't know if I won, you know. I want to I wanna fuck watch this again and, and see what's up. 
Uh, I had a feeling that I won the first round, mm-hmm. but the second I knew I lost. Mm-hmm. And the third one, I was a little confused. But I want to watch. I want to watch and, and see what I think. And I think the same, you know. Uh, he was moving forward, but I, I land better shots and more shots than he did. And for and the, like you said, the signif- significant shots I did. And so that was nothing to complain about. And right after the fight, he actually, like, he always does that, you know. He acts like he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. He likes, like, he helps his friends out. And But he, he doesn't, you know, and, and that was proof. And for me, I think that was something that should happen to me. Like, I, I, I truly need to, hey, man, Paul, look who is this guy, you know. He is the Brazilian guy. He carried the flag. He was a champion, you know, but... He's not that, you know. He he's not a good guy that he acts like he is. But I I I didn't know him. I, we like you said, we have a history, but we just train like we share right. rooms. More too personal. And I I never had a, a a talk with him like I had with everyone else back up here in New Jersey, you know. And he never like stop and talk about anything else besides fight. I was there for like a year, a year and a half, like going to Rio. Probably Rio is like an hour and a half, two hours from my home. And I was like always in a hurry going there and a hurry living. Mm-hmm. So we we were never friends. But I, he was the champion, the Brazilian guy, you know. Like I have to be respectful. He acts like such a humble guy. So why not treat him like with the respect that we deserve, you know. Right. that That's what I did. All the way up to, to the fight, I, I respect the guy. Uh, Frankie fought him in the past. I helped Frankie. I trained with Frankie. I want Frankie to kick his ass. It didn't went the way we want, mm-hmm. but I still have the respect. <clears throat> not he fought my teammate, my friend, but I, I, I have nothing to say. Hey, I, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna respect this guy anymore, you know. But uh, after the fight, I, that's the click, you know. Fuck, this guy is not that guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he actually like, hey, congratulations, and eh, you were the better guy here, and. The next day, he gets the phone. He calls the media. Hey, come to me. I wanna do an interview. And of course, he he got a, op- he's open to get to Global. Global is the biggest media mm-hmm. in Brazil. He called them. They gonna go. You know, he's like the famous guy. Yeah. Everyone wanna kiss his ass. His, Even the it, reporters isn't, isn't and everyone. His beef with uh, his beef is it with you? It's with the judges. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I think what he went, he went about it by kind of trying to put down Marlon in the process and put down what he did. And you know, yeah, dude, I've been in a lot of fights. I mean, you, even you've been in fights where you, you you probably won and didn't go your way, but some of those yeah. fights they can go either way. It's mm-hmm. it's so tough, and you can't sit there and you know berate your 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 opponent because of it. I mean, hey, yeah. he did his job, you did your job. The ref, the, the judges seen it that way, and that's yeah. that's the way it's, it's going to go. Both of your fights with Aldo were close fights. They weren't. <sighs> very they weren't. close. The first, the first one was very close. The second one, I you know, was, was, wasn't was as close. You know, he, he he backed up a lot in that fight. I call out for it, but again, he, yeah. land, he landed the better shots. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I was like like saying that uh, he he called up the media, you know, and he played his game, you know. He's like... He's the famous guy in Brazil. Everyone want to kiss his ass. Everyone, everyone want to like be around that guy. But I'm not that guy, man. Fuck this guy. I don't give a fuck what he did or yeah. what he's going to do. I'm going to be my own. I'm yeah, going to do gotta. my own. And like even even like uh, actors, like players, like people, 
Man, they did not watch the fight. I know these people yeah, didn't just, watch. Just because on them, like, who did watch the fight, they say the truth. Hey, was a close fight, I, you I know. I watched the fight. Could go either way, but I think Marlon landed the better shots. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people said that. But people didn't watch. They just know him. Oh, Jose Aldo, he's oh, saying he that. Robbed. Okay, yeah, yeah. he got robbed. Oh, yeah, yeah, you lost. Well, yeah, he does have you a know? huge name. A lot of people yeah, sort of, sort yeah, of, yeah. And sort of ride the hype train a little bit, especially people that aren't diehard MMA fans. They they know a big name and they kind of and they just they, go with it by right. and a lot blind, of people, blind faith just yeah, a lot of people, namesake. A lot of people said, "Hey, uh, after that. the fight, you were right. surprised with the result." I said, "I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I knew it was a close fight, but you were excited, man. Yeah, you were but, excited. But, but when you go yeah. to a decision with a guy like that, yeah, dude, you're like man, you never this know. Judge is gonna rob me, you know. Yeah, so you, you and don't they know gave to me. Do. I was man. They and gave no, to me. It's a big fight, man. Especially coming. Think about you're you're. You know, you're from Brazil. You're from where he's from. He was a legend. You get to go take him out, whether it's close or not. I mean, that's a big feat for you. You know, yeah, I, I, I would be excited. I mean, I shit, I didn't get to have, I didn't get to celebrate and do that, so, but I would have if, if it went that way. Yeah, I remember being and getting rides to go to Rio and and saying like, man, this guy's training on the side. Everybody takes care of him. Like he's the big shot, and I was just getting there to like maybe a couple times I drove, and I was on the car with people for two hours and a half and they get there and get one round like mm. and I was happy but people nowadays Frankie know that we go train and a lot of people have the opportunity to be in the room with us and they don't want to be yeah, you know they don't think, yeah. but I did that you know well, correct me if I'm wrong um, you know obviously you have history in Brazil you grew up there you, you, you both have personal experience with him but isn't doesn't he have a, a good story doesn't he have a very humbling story didn't he isn't he a poor kid from you know the the ghettos of Brazil that used we to work. all are. Yeah, we all are. You know, the, the but he, he probably started out humble. Yeah, I would but, assume at one point. No. But I gotta gotta be honest with you, Roger. <clears throat> Sometimes I get mad because people use the stories to hide themselves behind. Well, that's, behind, what, I, that's what I'm saying. That's what like, I'm saying. Yeah. Doesn't matter if I grow up poor and Frankie. He grow up wealthy. You know, his yeah. family support. I'm not saying that happened. I'm just yeah. comparing. But man, we both trained and they, we both not, got ready for the fight. Doesn't matter. We're gonna compete, and I don't need to keep saying what happened to me back in the days. Now mm-hmm. I eat healthy, I I I have good money, and I can drive my car. Forget about that past. You know, I don't need co- always bring it in. Always saying. Oh, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't need poor. to say it or you know, kind of build your 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 story around it. But it, I I would think that humble beginnings do. They do help you become and evolve the person that you are. I would think, you know. I mean, I, I I don't like silver spoon stories. I don't like guys that are born rich and they end up successful. To me, you didn't struggle as hard. So. Yeah, but you only see who somebody really is, and uh, you gotta give them either money or power, and right. then True. they're gonna show you who they are. And yeah, good yeah. way to put it. That's and a good way to put it. Notoriety. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, if you're poor and you need someone, you always gonna be the way that person you need. They want you to be, you know. Mm-hmm. But you're only going to be who you really are when you don't need anybody, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I think today in the, in the social media world, you see so much of that, those humble brags, you know. Yeah, yeah. People out there acting like they're humble and they're really patting themselves on the back or trying to try to point something out that they did great, but by acting humble. And, you know, that's almost worse. Yeah. yeah and, and then uh, let's go back. You were talking about that, that, that he was coming to you, like the, the strategy, you know, the fight. Right. And when I was in a fight, and the first round, I knew I won. The second one, I I thought I lost. So the third round, something that keep clicking in my mind, that because that was the your last fight with him, mm-hmm. and I remember like 
uh, Mark saying like, don't, don't go much to him, you yeah. know. If you go too much, he, he, yeah. yeah he, and so I said, man, I gotta make this guy come to me. Yeah. And I, w- I was always thinking that helped me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, I mean, he came and yeah, he was fainting and you know kept kind of little little head faints, little foot faints, and he just wasn't really throwing. And you were capitalizing by by yeah. you know hitting him with the longer punches. I mean, you snapped his head back more often too. Yeah, and I felt like his his shots that he landed wasn't like a clean shot. Right. Or always landing like on the chest or like a yeah. Didn't bother much, you know. Now you were just in Brazil. How how was that? How, like uh, anybody bring that stuff up over there? Because I mean, he's not too far from. Like you said you're an hour and a half from 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 where he's from. But I wish I could see his him fa- his face. Yeah. You know, like Whoa, next shit. right next to me. You know. Now but you're, that, talk, you know, now you're talking that we jersey. We ain't scared of anything, bro. Like <laughs> no, well, no, no one knows like, that. But knows I, that. I I wish I could, you know, because the truth always gonna come, you know. Yeah. And I was in my town, you know, and. I felt like, like you said, now I'm the new king in the yeah. town. Oh yeah, everyone's believe I won. Right, and even if I lose, they're gonna support me. They're gonna yeah, be course, behind me. Of course, of course, your people. I went to Rio, and a lot of I talked with a lot of I. I had the opportunity to go because my dad, uh, back 2012, he had cancer, and he he was treated. Thanks God, he he's better. But he have to go back every six months, uh, and it's in Rio. It's closer to the gym that. He goes. Mm-hmm. It's in a neighborhood like Flamengo. Mm-hmm. So we went to the, the hospital. I see a lot of people. A lot of people recognize me, and no one said, "Hey, Maybe. you lost no, the fight." Yeah. You know? No, no one's gonna say anything. Yeah. Gonna say, the people on Twitter might. You know yeah. what I mean? That, that, yeah. That's how it is. And then in your face, they won't. Even fighters, man, they might talk shit on yeah. Twitter, but they get in your face because they know yeah. you're gonna fucking fight. Yeah. <laughs> There's like three Definitely. people in the world that actually talk shit to your face. Is yeah. Everybody else is a Twitter right. tough guy or a social media tough guy. Now. I mean, with that said, you beat him in the record books, but he gets the fucking title shot. How do you feel about that? Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I knew. Is it, I is it official he's definitely getting the title shot? I think so. Sure, it looks right? like. I, I've been saying it. The last I, I read knew what was, was Dana said he wants to make that fight happen, but I don't think it's official. Mm. Yeah, mm. I see a lot of people talking about it. In Brazil, a lot of people are saying it's official. In Sao Paulo, uh, May 9th. Oh, May 9th in Sao Paulo. And I said, uh, I knew I wasn't getting the title shot, mm-hmm. but man, I I, I said I want to be on that card. Yeah. And I want to fight one fight before him. You know, yeah. I want to be n- near this guy. You know, right. I ain't scared of this guy. I want to no. fight him again yeah. if, if possible. You have, if, a na- you have a name? Anybody you want to fight? I, I can say like a name, but they, they said uh, Petrian okay. or, or the guy you're supposed to, uh, Sandy Hagen. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if either whatever, yeah. whatever either one. Those are great matchups. And both if I if I win and still don't think I deserve a title shot, give me Aldo again. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll fight him again. Even coming off of three losses, if he he fights again for the title and loses, I'm saying like if he's zero and three, I still gonna. You'll still fight. fight him. You don't need to fight him if he's zero and three. Don't fight him. <laughs> yeah, but, I, but <laughs> yeah, I want, you got I want, the win over him. I want to fight him again. I know, well, I know. It's a little personal now. Yeah. Now it's a little personal. But now, would you do anything different if you guys fought? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you don't want to say it because if you guys have a chance, you no, can't. Why but, not? You know. you know, we watch each other yeah. fights, fights all the time. The fighters, I think it's bullshit when you say, oh, I don't want you to know that. I don't want you to do that. But I think I u- I will use more my wrestling. Yeah, well, I mean, Definitely. I've been saying it for I years. I think the wrestling I've been will, saying it for years. will open up more stuff, you know. I, <sighs> yeah. I, I couldn't believe in how 
week I felt him, yeah. you know, like wrestling. Yeah. Just uh, like let's be honest, you know, just I think I hold back a little bit. Like I should. I went one time. I agree. Like you always tell me, uh, you, you're never gonna get in the first time. So in the third round, I try. And I didn't get it, but I should go again. Yeah, you always. If, right. if I didn't get it, I should go, should go again. again yeah. You know, like I mean, I, I've been I've been telling you for years. You're, you're right. He does not come from wrestling background, but he's his shot is one of the fastest steps I've ever ever went against fighting or or just sparring with. And his level changes, his speed, his acceleration, his takedown defense, second to none. So I think you should he should wrestle a lot yeah, more. Yeah, a lot of more. I think uh, the wrestling is gonna open up a little bit yeah. more. I don't. You don't get to showcase it much because you're such yeah. a savage on the feet, bro. You just you're. Yeah, but I gotta focus more on this now. Yeah. You know, I know uh, the game has it's like, evolving, yeah. developed so much. Everyone is good everywhere, and you think you are better than someone <clears throat> in in some area, but you, you can impose because you're not open up. You know, I think if you can use more wrestling mm -hmm. or just give them that guy the threat you know right. i think make him think you're yeah make yeah, it yeah. easier he does have really good takedown defense though right aldo i mean he, aldo uh yeah he does he's a pretty good takedown defense he's um chad mendez you know i mean he's going to get some mendez took yeah, him down i think, I think once I think or twice that's, you know i think that's the main reason because mm. i was training while wrestling i was doing good i think the main reason was this you know the fact that i was like damn was hard for mendez was hard for Frankie, you know, I but fighting is that like Frankie always say it's not what happened or what you think gonna happen. It's it's the second yeah. the moment, that moment you could do, you know, and you're never gonna know if you don't try. Correct, right, yeah. right. Sometimes you have to make it happen, and, yeah. and sometimes in the moment it, it it will happen. You just gotta put yeah. if you don't put if you don't attempt it, it can't happen. Yeah. So um. Here's a question that that I don't even know how to answer. I'm not even sure you can answer it. But as a as a fan of fighting, you're going to 135. You're a ranked, you know, 130. Where, where are you in the rankings? One, 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 one. Okay. Um, Cody is like nine. Uh, he's up there. Yeah. Cody's in top ten. Yeah. How, where would you get ranked if you went to 135? Uh, I don't know. I probably wouldn't be ranked right now. I don't even know, man. I'm not. I don't. I don't worry well, about I'm that stuff. Top. He's right. a, but he's definitely I, on I, the top. I, I was gonna say I would yeah. think top ten, but. You got three guys that are all friends in the top ten. What if they put you guys up? No, Frankie's my friend. I, I'll never. I, I've said. I've actually. I've actually said this in, in quite a, several interviews. I, uh -huh. I won't fight Marlon. There's just no reason for me to fight him. Yeah. Um, I've done a lot in my career. I could avoid fighting Marlon, and uh, title wouldn't get in the way of that. Nothing would. I, you know, I just feel like you know we share too many fucking training sessions and and you know if you didn't family see, bonds. You miss it. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Same goes for you. I'm sure. Right? Yeah. 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 I. I like I said before. Uh, when I first came here to New Jersey, uh, one of my goals was get Frankie to become a champion, you know, mm -hmm. and we work hard on that. And I'm I'm still in the process, you well, know, if Frankie ever need me, if he, he gets a title fight and hey, Marlon, listen, I need you come here, stay here. I'll come here. And support him and train with him every day. Like sleep right on his couch. Yeah, he can yeah. sleep right yeah. on his couch. Yeah, I, I sleep so many couches in my life. This couch is way more comfortable than, than the couches I've been in the past. So, you, so. You, your fight career started in Brazil, <laughs> and then you you came to Florida, right? American Top Team. Yes. Let's uh, actually let's let's give a little background. Like you you, you started in in Muay Thai, right? That's you yeah. started out first. Actually, I didn't start Muay Thai. I never tell people that, but I start Kung Fu. Kung Fu. <laughs> it's ah. funny, right? <laughs> Hey, fucking Zabit, yeah. that's Kung Fu, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's Kung Fu. <laughs> Wushu Sanda, right? 
Man, I I I was young, like seven, eight, and I had some friends near my house, and they kept telling me, "Man, that's this thing, kung fu. That's cool." The guy walks in the walls, and I was like, "Man, he walks." In <laughs> Wait, walls. walks in like walks through walls? Walks, no, in the walls, like walk, walk. What do you? Oh, on, on the wall. On walks the wall. On the he wall. walks on the wall. <laughs> like a Spider Man. This guy's name is Clabby. <laughs> we call him Master Clabby, <laughs> Little Clab. <laughs> And they say, oh, he walks on the walls. And I was like, man, there's no way this is possible. <laughs> sure that guy's not possessed. But I always, always like to hang out with the guys uh, in my ha- my neighborhood. Everybody sits on the corner. Everybody sits on the corner. People lay cool down, talk. And I was like eight. And they were all like 14, 15. And I like to hang out with the older guys. They were there talking. Oh, you're in the right place then. Yeah, <laughs> they were there talking shit, you know, all they doing, doing kind of some some stuff we don't need to say. <laughs> and and I used to like to be around these guys. And when I start to do Kung Fu, they crack and jokes on me, you know, because I have to wear the the, the, the clothes, the, yeah, the yeah. Kimo- kimono. <laughs> a kimono. It's yeah. like a black kimono with the blue stripes right here. <laughs> and I said, man, I can't keep doing that. And this is how I stopped to do kung fu and I start to do kickboxing. Yeah. Now, I, but kung fu was fun. It's I fun. learned like how to punch, kicks, you little think flexibility. Was, you, think, you could transfer to MMA the stuff you learned? No. 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 Mm-hmm. It was just like athletic More ability and yeah. like self defense, mm-hmm. but well, not well, for a fight. Bruce Lee is the one that made kung fu famous, right? No, he didn't oh. do kung fu. He did a Jeet Kune Do. That, that how many how many people knew that? Uh, lots of people. Really? <laughs> I'm sure. I, I right, like didn't you? He fine knew. I didn't. No? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I like thought it was kung fu. I always thought it was kung fu. No, he made Jeet Kune Do actually he was the first mixed martial arts. He might have been one of the first mixed martial arts. He used to train boxing. He used to just study Muhammad Ali. Never even heard it. sounds like you just ordered a Chinese meal. I mean it may be it may be a Chinese meal as well. The Jeet Kune Do special. That's funny. So, but all right, now, so now, then, now, you when you started Muay Thai, would you start training with Anderson? Anderson is his Muay Thai coach, and uh, he coached you know me for several years when he when when Marlon was up here as well. So I I was doing kung fu, and then they start crack jokes, and I stopped, and I was just doing my soccer, you know, and I met this girl, uh, and I liked her, <laughs> and she was doing kickboxing at Anderson's, oh, wow. and she said, "Hey, I'm doing this," and I said, "Yes, I want to do." It. Wanna <laughs> yeah, do it. yeah. And then I started to do kickboxing, and man, she started beat me up kickboxing the, the all chick? the time. Yeah, she because she was a little older, she was eleven, and eleven to nine is yeah, like a big, big difference. difference. Yeah, and she was kicking my ass, and I used to cry <laughs> every day. And one day, she stopped to do, and I said, "Man, I want to still do this. I like it." And I kept doing. I compete when I was ten, and she got back. And I kicked her ass. <laughs> and then she didn't want to do anymore. And that's how it started, you know. And uh-huh. I started to do kickboxing. And one of my friends that sit on a corner, he was the jiu-jitsu guy, Marcelo. You met him too? Yeah. He gave me a membership for free, and I started to do jiu-jitsu. I was, so you started how? how what I started it? like 13. Oh, wow. And he said, man, let's do jiu-jitsu, and jiu-jitsu is good for you. You can do MMA. If you just do ki- kickboxing, it's, you're going to be like jacket but you're not gonna be a real fighter <laughs> and th- back there that's a big rivalry yeah. kickboxing and jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu in yeah. brazil so that's how it started i was doing for fun competing in both sports and i kept doing kept doing till i get to 17 and i'm living with my parents and they say man what you fucking gonna do you know and 
and I have to make a decision and I I stop a little bit compete and I stopped to do jiu-jitsu and I was just training kickboxing and I got a job I was working a manufactory and from 7 to 5 and going to school at night it was hard to find times but I I kept training and I competed and I lost a fight in kickboxing that was my first first de- defeat and I I said man I'm going to get done with college and I'm just going to train I want to just train and I got down and I start just I was just training and I got back to jiu-jitsu I got a couple MMA fights and Edson was here and he said man I have a job for you in the school that I'm training I'm not teaching anymore I'm just fighting and he got me here I I went to Palm Florida, Beach yeah. yeah Palm Beach Gardens and the team was the armory and I start training there with the guys fight compete and uh, we lived there for like through four years maybe three and Frankie got a fight with Ben Henderson mm-hmm. and Edson came to help him out sparring and I came to yeah mm-hmm. after and I was training and I think Frankie fought Ben Henderson at the next camp he was fighting for training for the first time he was fighting Aldo okay, yeah, yeah. but he got hurt Aldo got hurt. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Aldo got hurt. Aldo got hurt. Yeah, but I was here. It was so a mo- motorcycle. Actually? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Foot. yeah, the foot. I was here training, helping Frank. But uh, Ali, and I met Ali in the gym, and Ali said, "Man, I think I can get you a fight." And I said, "No, nah, you're joking," because it was hard to get fights. I, I was like, I don't believe I can get fights anymore, and my record wasn't that good. So I was like, "Wait, did you just say your haircut wasn't that good?" No, my record, great, my record. Man. No, record, I, I don't. I don't have a hair. <laughs> Spot on. Pal. So was my record was like I think eight and four. So it was hard to get a fight because I was a tough fighter, but nobody on a small show wants to fight me. But I could not get to the UFC. So Ali got me in the World Series of Fighting. Mm-hmm. I had a run there. That's and that's where your I, first fight was was yeah, Miguel Torres. Miguel Torres, yeah, the, Miguel Torres I, w- w- at that time too. <laughs> he was a killer back then. Killer, but WC champ. And I leave it like won like, that by decision, correct? Yeah, I was I was here uh, in the World Series for five years, I think, mm-hmm. and then I won the, the belt, and then I went to the UFC, yeah. and I'm in the UFC two years. Now, uh, when you came here, you said you're eight and four. What, what do you think was the biggest thing when you came here? To realize your potential, because obviously you, you've always had this potential. I think, I think the biggest thing was be around real champions, you know, like not just fighters, but uh, coach too, like Mark Henry, guys like that gives you like a mentality and confidence that a, a young guy that have the talent, but maybe need a little more confidence, you know. How, how old were you when you got that World Series of fighting Miguel Torres fight? I think I was twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. Twenty six. Twenty five. Yeah. It was a good good time at the at like at good age. Yep. Sometimes the young guys they want to get to the UFC, get to the UFC, but they're not ready, you know. So I was lucky enough, you know, like God gave me the perfect path mm-hmm. that I got there and I was ready. I got to the UFC, I was ready. I was I was at the level because I would say like eighty percent of the guys they get to the UFC and they go on and two and they yeah. They I, I wonder I wonder what is the average. I would love the length of of a UFC career. I wonder, like you know, you could you get all the guys that ever fought, 
you know, how many people did one and done or two and done, and then how many people had, you know, it's careers. probably it's, it's probably not much. Yeah, just like they say, like the average career in the NFL is like two years or something. Especially in the early days, because you didn't need much credentials. I think in the early days, now you now you need to have a pretty good record. Like I was, I always talk with Mark, like Frankie. How long are you in the top five? I mean, since 2008, I think. It's yeah. over 10 years. Yeah. Who could do that? You know, like it's it's crazy for the the time. And this this is sport. It ain't easy. And no, yeah. It, it's it's hard to. And stay. especially you know, well, I got in. I mean, even yourself. I mean, it's still a new sport. When I got in 2005. It was still so new. You know, people got gotten so much better from then to now. You so. survive because most of the guys back there they were doing like everything wrong and yeah. they were like, bro, I I believe back in the days was even worse, like zero and two and leave, zero and two yeah, and leave. Oh, yeah, That's what I just oh said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, well now, and now there's a, well now there's more opportunities too. Like back and think about it, back in the day, they had a pay per view once a month, you know, in UFC. I mean, now there's. 40 50 events a year or something like that i think 45 events a year yeah every, Damn, every, they probably had like 13 back in the day a lot of guys can get by today on just fighting whereas maybe five ten years ago almost everybody had a job right yeah i don't know i mean i did i had a job until my third fight in the ufc yeah i was just talking with some friend about that i said why you don't work you know like work it you know yeah. oh i don't need it man but that's extra a, money yeah. i love to make fighter. extra fighter, money yeah, yeah. like well, well, i know marlon will attest to this because you know we've been in this game for so long been around so many people there's so many people that are, say they want to be a fighter they because they don't want to get a real job <laughs> that's how i feel yeah. they're like uh, you know they graduate either you know, they graduate college and they're done wrestling or they're you know guy get out of high school and they're like yeah i'm fighting I, you know you fight you make 500 bucks a fight every every you know right. couple of months how you how you paying bills well, dude it sounds it's good like to okay to be poor it's like no it's not like me i had i fucking had bills man i right. you know I was in the UFC, three fights in the UFC, still getting up at five in the morning to get to work. Sounds good to say, though. Right? That's a great pickup line for girls and stuff. Is I'm a fighter, but at some point, bills come due, right? Like you gotta, you yeah. gotta pay your bills at some point. Like, so. like when I was 18, you know, I was like, I, I was, I have to work. My dad said he gotta work, and he was right. Mm -hmm. That time that I work it, make me appreciate way more the job that i have today you Man. know like <laughs> the way we we put the hours and sometimes i i'm like we've been together like forever and like one day you're tired and you're like man just man i work it three hours today and back in the days i was working from <laughs> seven to five yeah, every single yeah. day and you have to get bus in the, in the I weather didn't have a car yeah. and i was saving the bus money did your, did your parents want you to take like the safe route and get get a job marlon and go to school or whatever and you know kind of roll their eyes at the fighting thing which i think i mean the percentage of getting in is is very very my small my dad and know? my mom like they were poor mm. you know my dad was a former uh soccer player mm. but the soccer players in brazil maybe two percent of the soccer players make money you yeah. know he never make anything and i didn't understand him when I, I was trying to be a soccer player, I didn't understand why he could support me more, but I didn't understand why, you know. But as the years go, you know, I knew what he was getting me. So he probably got it because he was he chasing knew. his passion. You he were chasing knew, your passion. He knew yeah. he was a good one and yeah. he never made it. Yeah. So why put <coughs> the same effort, you know. He didn't want to make me upset, you right, know. Right. But when I got into a fight, he's like, man, this is not the way. He, you never make it. 
my dad never believed I was going to make. Really? My mother was the one, like, pay for the gym, for me. It was hard for her, like, mm -hmm. cleaning houses, like, doing, like, all crazy jobs to support for me. My dad never supported me. Mm -hmm. He always say, I never believe you were going to make, but... It's got to be a good feeling. But, after, sure but after, out, I, after I came to United States, like, they, my dad's like, man, is it, is it a career? Is it yeah. a job, you know? Like, and I start to make... He, he supported me, but... I got him. I understand him. Right. I have kids now. Yeah. Frankie have yeah. kids. So even me and Frankie, we were su successful in our careers. Frankie made money for on fighting. I made money. I made a living in fighting. But uh, I want my kids to do that. I don't want my kids to do that, you know, if if you ask me. Mm -hmm. But if, if he wants to, if he's a good one, okay, right. let's go. I will always support. Right. But it's tough. Right. It's not easy, you know. You no. you, hit, uh, you really gotta want the outside people see just you know see you in the cage with your hand up celebrating, have a belt. They don't see all the bad like how, your injuries we talked about before, yeah, and, and the shit you deal with, and and you know just the traveling, and, and you know the, there's a lot of, a lot to it that people don't see. Yeah, but man, I couldn't dream better, you know, like because fighting. Takes you to places that yeah I was saying this. you can't even believe you know think about the places we've been we, to yeah it's crazy I mean, man. would you ever imagine man I would I'm never a, I'm imagine a, I'm in New Jersey right now you know yeah, in yeah, the United yeah, States yeah. of America right you're right. in the cat room brother if you can you can even find my town in the map right now if I ask you to no and way, I'll okay. give you like five minutes <laughs> small little town I grew up in a pretty it's, small town too it's small but it you can find because it's in Brazil and. Rio on the mountains, you mm. know, but you know, if you believe yourself, if you do something, That's and it, man. I wasn't the best one when I, when I start, and like I was telling someone the other day, I said, um, when I start to do, I, I was like the worst one, and then in three, four, five, six months, I was maybe the fourth and the fifth, but. Every everyone start to give up. They all they they all start to stop and yeah. they couldn't handle. And I was the yeah. only one left, so I was the best one. Yeah. And I kept getting better. I think our sport, of course, you survive with talent, with heart, with uh, some some guys have. They're very smart, but the the biggest thing it's you can't give up you know yeah. you have to be persistent perseverance, perseverance. you yep. have to stay on and believe you can do you mm -hmm. know if you believe you can do and you drill every day me and frankie like grappling you see guys they're like man i train with this guy this guy is like he couldn't even walk and you see this guy doing grappling and like yeah. man <laughs> how can this guy right. be so good he's like unathletic you know like man, how can this guy be doing all those because he drill yeah. he did every day he believed right. he believed he did he did it well, that's what, I mean, you know, sports, you know, mixed martial arts, it, it, it shows that work does, work. putting the work in gets results. I mean, it, it's proven every in, time. In anything. Well, in anything, correct. But I think you could see it almost, you, well, could, you could see it right in front of your eyes in, in mixed martial arts. Right. I mean, I'm sure you guys could see it in everything. You know, I mean, if you're a bow hunter and the more you, the more you take reps, the better you're going to get at it. But yeah, I mean, you could see changes quickly, I think, in MMA. You know, if you're a little athletic too and, uh, and, and more driven. Yeah, it helps. Yeah. Helps. Definitely helps. But 
talking about no. Paul, honey. I yeah. thought about Cody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was just cracking a joke on Jones today. You he see was. That? I did see that. Yeah, I did see yeah, I'm that. I'm like, come funny. on, Core. <laughs> Cody? No, Corey. Cody, Cody, Cody Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, come on, Cody Anderson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just twenty five eight. He's the one with the bow hunting. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I, I'd like to catch. I just don't hunt in Jersey. I, I would love to catch a hunt with uh, Corey, though. Yeah, I, I think we should do him. that. Yeah, He's I got a YouTube him. channel, actually, a hunting YouTube channel. That we is? should get the get the get the champ and the tramp Mark, out there. Mark Motopimp. That you got two followers. Me and you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I love Corey. Corey's a good we, guy. We only got four. One of the hardest work guy I ever seen in my life. He really is. He really is. And and. Like I I know him and I met him at the show and I always see how 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 hard he works mm-hmm. and man after I hear his he never told me his story because I never asked and after I hear him on Joe Rogan I was like man I can't believe it. yeah no it's it's an amazing story yeah. um that that that's perseverance if, no question if you ever heard it you no know? question no question um so now now you you know you've been here for you were in Jersey for seven years and now you just went back down to Florida and you're training ATT um. How, what what are the biggest differences from like a gym like ATT and maybe a little bit like G- ATT? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. It's pretty much everything's right there. You don't have to go anywhere else, right? Yeah, you have you all your have... coaches, your jujitsu, your yeah. wrestling, your strength, everything there. As opposed to you know, we travel a lot here in Jersey. I think the the biggest difference is this. You know, I just don't have everything in the same place. Mm-hmm. But like I always told you guys, sometimes getting bored, get bored. You know. And it's fun, the travel, you know, you go somewhere different, you see different, right. even atmosphere, a different yeah. atmosphere, mm-hmm. you know. You Speak. just got to get acclimatization, little acclimatization. I learned from yeah. the Russians this yeah. word. I never I never heard before. <laughs> oh, acclimatization. Yeah, right. acclim- yeah, acclimatization. I thought you were saying acclimated, but all right. So my, my first introduction to you ever, um, obviously, personally, I met you at a bunch of the kids' barbecues and stuff like that, birthday parties, but you did a video for, what was it, was it MTV you were filming for? And you picked Marlon up going to training camp? I think it was, when, you know, when you, um, I forget what it's called, My my True Life or something like that? No, MTV True Life? Was it True Life? It was when Maybe you, it was Eddie. Eddie looks like no, me. No, no, no. You, no, picked, no, you picked up Marlon on a ride to training, and it was on, it was on the show. Yeah. Oh, MG. maybe maybe it was one of the UFC countdowns. countdown. Oh, yeah, it was a countdown. Yeah, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, UFC countdown. Yeah, no, no. Sure. Frankie picked me up remember forever. Yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. In the beginning, when yeah. I got here, uh, he was always picking yeah. me up. Because they, they didn't have cars or anything here. Yeah. And yeah. then me, Edson, me and Edson, we used to go in the back seats, and we're like, man, what's this guy talking? <laughs> <laughs> Chris Ligori, because <laughs> he talks so fast. Yeah, yeah. And him and Frankie, like, talking the whole way. And I was like, man, what's he saying? What's he saying? Can you get it? Can you get it? And I was like, they just smiled and nod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That the secret is every everything they say to you, just think yeah, ahead, yeah. positive, positive, positive. <laughs> a lot of cursing, a lot of cursing. That's that's the only thing. Yeah, you get. but but like we were talking about the training, but that, man, this this world we live is just excuses. You know, people will always oh make excuses <laughs> to change something, but yeah. I got no excuses. You know, yeah, I've been here and was amazing mm. you know and I, I couldn't dream a better place to be and i'm there i can complain too you right. know right. Uh, but uh people always like to excuse oh no because that coach have that mentality he gave me this but man when you finance yourself you know you can blame anyone no i, I never and once blamed a, a yeah, coach you can't coaches, i mean come on you know, we, we are there. we're the ones in there yeah. yeah and even if the coach say hey throw a right hand and man 
you see the danger don't fucking throw yeah, you know if, yeah. uh, don't throw <laughs> yeah. now you know right. but just because he said you're gonna yeah, do yeah, you know yeah. uh, how much yeah. can you hear when you're in there I, I heard you say a couple times i could hear mark yeah <laughs> with, with 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 mark it's it's almost everything you, you know hear, he, he likes to fight with us yeah mark he mark, does something unique he's got the remote control yeah. mark uh, at least you know we listen to him yeah. not everyone does yeah, but but, uh, but when you're in a fight, I would I would assume you kind of got it's tough sometimes. Vision yeah, and it's tough. Well, it depends, you know how how the the crowd is, and usually the main events. You know, we've been fighting main main events uh, quite a bit, and and that usually is you know a little bit more rowdy because the crowd is, and there's at times where you can't you can't hear them, so you have to make up your own decision. But I can zero in pretty good on them. Well, think, speaking about that, let's talk about um, language barrier. How how quickly did you pick up English? Coming here from Brazil, so that you could train with the Jersey guys and the American teams, and was that you know you were saying with Chris Ligori who talks fast couldn't understand him? <laughs> did it, was the language barrier? Did that hold you back a little bit at first until you picked it up or no? Man, it was it was it was hard. Yeah, and uh, what like when I was in Florida one time was was funny because I used to live with all these guys in the house, and these guys like because for me like I just got here in the United States and guys is smoking weed like all the time <laughs> and like man this is dangerous you know because <laughs> yeah i'm serious in brazil like man you can go to the jail and i was like i wasn't into oh, is that, that true much. I, I thought it was a little more free no it's not no. that free oh, really? no yeah. shit. okay right. and like i was in the house and the, the cops knocked the door but i, I have no english it's like man how am i gonna answer this door and they kept knocking and the smoke everywhere i was like and the guys, hey, Marlon, you go. I say, why me? <laughs> uh, you just got here. You got to go. <laughs> you hear less than me and him. And they, they, they were smoking. They didn't want to see the cops. And I was so scared, man. I was like, oh, my God. And they knocked. the guy knocked the door. I opened the door. And the guy blah, 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 starts to say a lot of things. Blah, blah, blah. Marlon, what eyes? I said, nah, I'm going <laughs> to the jail. And I, I dropped my head. And I couldn't even see. He lifted my, my wallet. And... I, you lost your wallet at the, the grocery oh, store. Wow. I, oh I wow! I lost, wow. and man, it's it's amazing because in Brazil, <laughs> the, the, I will never the, get the, the wallet, wallet back, and probably I could get in trouble because the smoke. But they they didn't <laughs> they even care. care. Nah, yeah. But awesome, I, but man. my language barrier, you know, I was like, and what helped me a lot was when I got there in Jupiter, in Florida, I I I was teaching and teaching the kids. Mm. So I, I, I was never a shy guy. Right, and right, right. I, I kept trying with the kids, talk, and if they don't understand me, whatever I was saying, I, I, I keep catching myself yeah. talking Portuguese to the young ones, <laughs> and they wouldn't even know what I was saying. <laughs> and I start to pick up words. Yeah. And, and I thought you, I mean, you came up, and I thought your your English was better than Edson's already, and he was here a lot longer, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, but he was a little shy, you know, yeah, he's more yeah, shy than yeah. I. Yeah. So I always... Man, I get nervous if I can't talk, you know. I can't be quiet. People always, shh, 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 don't talk too much, you know. <laughs> I, I remember the one story when you were living in the basement. Everybody lived in my, my father-in-law's basement, including myself. Yeah, and I lived there a year and a half. Yeah, Chris Ligori lived there. Corey lived there. Everybody lived in my father-in-law's house. So it's kind of like, you know, I, I was the first one to live there for a year, me and my wife, when we first came from college. And now it's pretty much open to fighters that come and visit, and, and, and they live there. And Marlon was there, and... um I think someone left the front door wide open wow. at the house. Someone left the that front door crazy. wide open, right? They call the cops. 
Cops come in. Wait, who calls the cops? Somebody must be driving by. A neighbor. A neighbor driving by because the door was left wide open. Cops come check it out. I guess uh, someone used to live there that was uh, <laughs> that that maybe has a little bit of a suspicious record, you know. Uh, so they ran it. They realized that this person lives there, and or they used to live there a long time ago. They're coming to gunpoint. So they come in, and I'll let Marlon take over. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but the the basement was dark. Even daytime was dark, and I was in, um, on my room. Me, my wife, and my son Rafael. He was a baby. And I was eating. I was eating. I don't know if it was like a, an apple I think or mango yeah. or apple, but I have a, a knife in my hand, and I was cutting the fruit and eating. And I heard this noise, and I it was dark, and I do do do. And he didn't say names or nothing. He was just saying something. And I come out of my room with a knife <laughs> in my hand, like no shirt, like maybe I, man, I, I'm not lying. Probably I have the underwear on. <laughs> And I go outside and I see two guys pointing the gun. And <laughs> uh, my first reaction was like, man, I don't know what it is. I thought it was like, I don't know, maybe someone t- trying to rob the house. But it, because they have the lights on the gun because it was oh, dark. Yeah, yeah. But the lights came right on my face. When I see that, I lift my my hands up. And I said, no, uh, sorry, sorry. And the guy is like, hey, hey, uh, get on the ground, get on the ground, get on the ground. I was like, come, come, how am I, get on the ground, get on the ground. And... I, I said, man, I live here, and and get on the ground. And I went on the ground, and he checked me, and he took the knife, you know, and I got my ID I gave to him, and he he said, oh, I'm sorry, that was a call. Someone called here, uh, the cops, and they they said the upstairs door was wide open. <laughs> they go down, they see this fucking shredded it ass dude dark. with a fucking knife in his underwear. Like, what the fuck? And they have the guns. Both have the handgun. And I was like, oh my God. And my wife is in the room and she don't even know what's happening. <laughs> they took one look at you but and they're like, we're not going hands on with this listen, guy. Listen, if Corey was living there, Corey, it might have ended differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. yeah. That is true. Could be a problem. Have his bow in his hand or something. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was very scary. I was scared. Yeah, that's, that was yeah, a wild. End up, I got my ID. I show him my ID, and they <laughs> left. Good. They left, and and they left me. I had I pissed in my pants. <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> oh man! So so so, what's next? What do you think's next? What, when do you want to get back in there? You said you want to get yeah, on that, that May card. I'm trying May. Mm-hmm. Hopefully May, and I'm dealing with a couple injuries. I told you, right. like um, my Hello. foot, my shoulder, and but we will heal. We will yeah. heal. I'm I'm. I hopefully get in a physical therapy in a couple of weeks and get back training and probably get a fight until May. Now, are you uh, working with Phil Daru down there? Sometimes, Sometimes yeah, yeah, with the other guys because mm-hmm. that's many guys. They were. They and got when a bunch I start, of team, yeah. when I start, I start with the other guy. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I love Phil too, but uh, I just didn't. Yeah, no, nah, I, I mean, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Yep. And um, now, how about now, your son? He wrestled with us here at Elite in yeah. New Jersey, and I seen he's at he was in Mako's room. He went one day already. We I went. I took him. He likes wrestling, you know. Yeah. He like like he was here. He pays attention. He does. I, man, I just I tell gotta you. I gotta get him more athletic. But youngest one is I think he's gonna be athletic. Yeah, he's, he's a, he already is. You know, he very like high he, energy. He's unstop, unstoppable. Yeah, doesn't stop. I feel like the second one is always that he way. He doesn't sleep least. well at night. It's, he eats. Rafael never eat much. He eats like a maniac. Yeah. He eats everything, anything. That's good. Even That's even good. the couch today. <laughs> yeah, crazy. My dog. 
He bites my dog. Uh, Kita. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> Kita's like. How's she doing? She's like old, old, man, right? Old man. Uh, 50, like Timur used to say, she's old man, bro. The <laughs> old man. Yeah, she's 15 years old. Ah, uh, uh, that's that's a good run, yeah, man, for a dog. Yeah, yeah. for a big old, yeah. she's almost like Jill, like Jerry's. Jerry's yeah, yeah, dog. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well. Thanks for having. Thanks for coming on, man. I had a blast talking with you, Marlon. You know, uh, we always love it when you come to Jersey, and uh, love to see we you. miss you. We miss you here. We miss just hanging out, and obviously yeah. miss you in the gym too. Next but time I come here, I'm gonna come hanging out with you guys yeah, again. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Roger's a little come quiet back, today. Buddy. I'm a little. Yeah, well, I mean, you're shy. You guys, you guys were broing out there, so I don't want to. <laughs> I haven't him, seen him in a while, man. You know, yeah, so. we, we kept give, talking. I want, you I want know? to give you your space. Yeah. You know? No, no. I'm, thank you so much. You know, always good to be here. Tell us where 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 can everybody reach at? What's your social media channels? Marlon Morais, uh, and on Instagram and everything. Cool, cool. Well, Champ and the Tramp, thanks for listening in. And uh, Monday, three p.m. We always drop, so be looking on the lookout for us. Thanks, brother. Another thank one you. One of the thank books. You. Thank you, man. <laughs> Boom, money. <laughs> <laughs>